stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome, everybody, to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My esteemed co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is with us, and I'll bring on Kathy in just a moment. You know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to move into the top 10%, to perform in the top 10%, to help their people perform in the top 10%. And we're always glad to bring you shows with cutting-edge information, leaders, authors. And today we're continuing our ongoing series with Michael Tompkins, the visionary CEO of Miraval. I'll tell you a little bit about uh, Michael, and then we'll bring him on. Um, so once a month we've had Michael, actually for the last uh, three or four months, so this has been pretty fascinating and, and highlighting a program that's going to happen this July at the Miraval. So Michael is a 15-year veteran of the luxury hospitality industry. Tompkins began his career at the Miraval in 2007 and has been instrumental in the Miraval Life in Business Spa with Clarence and the creation of the Andrew Weil MD Integrated Wellness Center and completing the development of the villas at Miraval, which is one of the fastest-selling luxury lifestyle real estate projects in the country. Today, Michael's going to continue talking with us, and he has a guest that he'll tell us about. Uh, but we're talking about the mindful living and some of the programs that they have uh, there at Miraval. And before we... Um, bring Michael on. just want to tell you a little bit about our show. You know, we're a top five ranked uh, business show on Voice America with millions of listeners in 27 countries, 126 cities, and we get as many as 95,000 downloads a month on some of the shows that Kathy and I have had over the last six years. So let me just say a word about Dr. Kathy Greenberg. I'm so excited uh, to have her here. She and I just spent some time together uh, planning some programs. And Kathy is, uh, leads executives and entire companies on her proven happiness equals profit work-life strategy. She has been named the first lady of happiness by ABC TV. She's authored multiple popular books on the science of happiness, what happy companies know, what happy working mothers know, and um, just about to be released, Fearless Leaders in a really exciting uh, program that's going to happen in April with her book release, and we'll have her maybe talk a little bit more about that. Uh, Kathy actively supports research on the subject while offering friendly tips and tools to be your best at work and home on ABC's The Morning Blend. She has a free iPhone app called Your Happiness Now. It's available on iTunes, and you can visit her at Dr. Kathy 
Greenberg.com. And Kathy and I also share a website where we do programs together called ExcelInstitute.com. Kathy, welcome. Thank you, Relly. I'm very excited that we have Michael on and we have a new guest today from Miraval, continuing our third month in our year-long program on mindful living with uh, our CEO of Miraval, Michael Tompkins, leading the way. And um, for those of you who have been following uh, our progress here on Leadership Development News with Michael Tompkins, we do have a fantastic program called the Mindfulness Mastermind at Miraval, which will be July 23rd to the 27th. Uh, and I do hope you go to our website at drkathygreenberg.com, at excel.com, uh, or any of the websites that we have shared with you uh, to date to find out more about our Mindful Mastermind. So today we're going to hear a little bit about uh, some new aspects of mindful living that Miraval uh, offers us. But before we bring Michael on and our special guest for today, I just want to make sure that everyone knows who my co-host is for this fantastic show that we've been enjoying for many years now with great success, and that's Dr. Relly Nadler. Uh, Relly is a master-level certified executive coach, psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer, and Relly brings his expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. And Relly's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across any organization, including yours. You can visit him at truenorthleadership.com for free downloads to access your best performance, as well as his free IAP Leadership Keys, which you can pick up at the iTunes store. So let's see. How, Relly, how do we want to um, – you want to bring on Michael, and then we'll uh, yeah, have I mean, Michael bring on our guest? Yeah. Um, let me just say a word about, you know, our, our show, Kathy, and then we'll bring on Michael. Sure. Um, you know, in most organizations, there's about uh, a gap in getting new leaders. Forty percent of organizations say, you know, they don't have enough new leaders. So what Kathy and I are trying to do and provide for you is give you cutting-edge information, tools, things that can help you and hopefully that you take these podcasts and bring to your your team and to help them raise their leadership and their emotional intelligence. So, um, Kathy, you want to, we'll bring on Michael and then have him introduce his guest. Yep. And, you know, I think, um, Michael, we have had you on the show now for three consecutive uh, Monday beginning of the month programs, which we love. And I know we're in a hurry here to bring on your guest. I don't want to delay any further. I think everybody knows that you are probably one of the greatest um, veterans of the luxury hospitality industry, and I say that with great affection. I think everybody knows that you began your career at Miraval in 2007, and you have transformed that organization with many leading projects. And um, I just want to say that you are just such a special person. It's always an honor to have you on the show. And we actually did a field trip over to the Miraval campus uh, while everyone was here last week, and we so enjoyed ourselves. And thank you for being such a wonderful host. Welcome oh. to the show. Thanks so much, Kathy. I've really enjoyed uh, being part of this show, particularly 
as it relates to uh, mindfulness and Miraval and the great program that we're putting together on the Mindful Mastermind for July. I know that uh, when I started uh, with the program three months ago, it was really an introduction to what is mindfulness and and how could uh, people maximize their potential uh, both personally and professionally through uh, the use of mindfulness. And we had mentioned that uh, Miraval had written a book called Mindful Living. And each month, Mindful Living teaches uh, us a different uh, tool that we could use in order to uh, be the best uh, individual that we can. And so what I thought was over the, over the series of the next few months, I would bring on uh, one of the uh, professionals that we have here at Miraval each month and talk about uh, what they do here at Miraval in helping CEOs and CFOs to excel in both their you know, work life and their home lives. And so I'm very, very excited today to bring on uh, Lee Weinrob. Uh, Lee has uh, been here at Miraval as both uh, a tennis coach and a wellness counselor. She has a, a master's degree. Uh, in counseling, and one of the things that I found that makes her a little bit different is that she comes from um, the mind of an athlete. And so for me, when I've seen her work with CEOs and CFOs, and I'm, I'm talking from the individual to large groups of 125 or more, what I've found is that she has a really unique way of getting people to focus. And so Part of um, the book, which is the uh, October month in Mindful Living, is finding balance in an unbalanced world. And uh, Lee is the expert in that month, and um, part of that is uh, her work around athletology. So I'm really excited that she's going to join us today. Outstanding. Now, um, can you tell me a little bit about how someone like Lee got to come to Miraval and now has a... Um, a place among the many mindful living experts that you have that can help all of your guests perform um, better at whatever it is they're thinking that they need assistance with. I sure can. You know, when when we uh, seek out uh, professionals to work here at Miraval, we're looking for the best, and we're looking for the best that not only um, can do one modality, but perhaps two or three or four. And we were introduced, when we were introduced to Lee, we knew that she did tennis, which was a really great option. And we also knew that she was uh, a behavioral therapist. And so we thought that, you know, um, her ability to uh, cross roles both from, you know, uh, a vacation traveler into the professional world of, you know, top uh, 50 and and top 500, uh, Fortune 500 companies uh, could be a huge catalyst for business here at Miraval. And it has been. Certainly, uh, Lee has become one of the most sought-after professionals here at Miraval. We're really proud to have her on our team. And, you know, we're, we're lucky in the fact that she comes from a, a different mindset, and that is of the athlete. And so, you know, she has worked with professional athletes um, all the way up to, you know, Olympic levels and um, professional sports uh, levels, uh, right up to the top CEOs in the country. And so she's been a, a, a great uh, hit here at Miraval. Outstanding. I'm reading a little bit about Lee's um, background, and I hope as we go through the rest of the show, we'll be able to um, to demonstrate her expertise and showcase as much as we can. Lee, 
Welcome to the show. I, I was about to chime in and say, I'll do, I'm just going to sit back. Yay. <laughs> yes, <you're talking. laughs> Thank you. We're a little casual us. here, Lee, but we, we know that you have so much to share. And you have a specialty area, and I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly, mm-hmm. athletology. You got it. You Fantastic. got it. So I'll tell you a little bit. You asked, Michael, how I even got to Miraval, and it was one of those divine fate and timing experiences, and I think a lot of things at Miraval happen in this really organic and miraculous way. But just to tell you how I even got into doing what I'm doing at Miraval, um, I was a competitive tennis player and ended up doing a lot of coaching at a collegiate and professional level, and what I was always fascinated by was what made people do what they did. Why Why did certain people perform under pressure and others not? And after coaching so many players, I realized I wanted to study the brain and how the brain affects the body way more than just teach the sport. So I went back and studied very traditional psychology. I went to Northwestern and, and got a psychodynamic, psychoanalytic theoretical background, learned all about Freud, and realized pretty quickly in sitting in an office on a couch that that was not necessarily the most effective way to get people unstuck and to get people to solve problems and think creatively. And, uh, you know, all the research today is showing that endorphins has such a huge positive impact on um, people's chemistry. And that's when I started walking and talking with people. So I did predominantly walk and talk therapy. And the moment that I got people in motion, the brain cleared and self-consciousness went down and people were maximizing time and they began to physiologically feel like an athlete, even though they weren't going and competing um, per se in the NFL. But they, they learned what it was like to tap into their body feel better, to generate the emotions, to go execute the things that they needed to execute in life and in business. So, And Lee, and we're going to take a quick break. So stop right there. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to, we don't want to lose a word, that's why. So we're going to come right back after this message. So don't go away. We're talking to our mindful living experts, Amir Vall. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. 
Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with Michael Tompkins and, and Lee Weinrob uh, from the Miraval, and they're going to tell us a little bit about some of the mindful living and Lee, before we went to the break, you were just kind of getting us, uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got there and, and your training, not only as an athlete, but also as a coach and also, you know, with your uh, psychology counseling background. So tell us a little bit about, you know, wh- well, I know there's a lot of things that, that you do there. Maybe start with uh, what you do there and then we'll get into what is this athletology. So uh, a lot of the work that I do there is walking and talking sessions with individuals in which you're imagining uh, a wellness session, a counseling session, a coaching session, but in motion. So the minute we take to the path, uh, people start seeing the world differently. They start solving their problems more effectively. It's a calming experience, but it's a very empowering experience. So many of the sessions I have are in motion. I also do a lot of talks there, two of them in particular that I gear toward the CEO, CFO mind. They're called athletology, which is essentially teaching people how to think and emotionally cope or emotionally maximize their energy through the mindset of an athlete. And then I also do something there called carry your mental couch to the curb because many of us oftentimes get stuck, life is overwhelming, life is stressful, and this is a lot about how to get up, take action, and use behaviors to dictate and change emotions in your body. So I do, I do these different inspiring talks, and I also can amazingly learn more about a person 
and their personality in one hour of a tennis lesson than potentially months and months of therapy with them. So that's a lot of the work that I do at Miraval. You know, Lee, I'm, I'm so excited to hear this. You know, my background is a psychologist and, and have done a lot of experiential stuff. But often I think it goes back to Socrates who said, show me a man on a ball field for an hour and I'll tell you more about him than to be in discussion with him for eight hours. So just this whole idea of the, you know, therapy somehow originated, you know, being in a room and talking versus like you're saying, you know, getting people out. And that was a, you know, one paradigm, but getting people out and actually doing something. So that's uh, really exciting. Yes. So and, it, and, us, it, and it works. <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about how you came up with the concept of carry your mental couch to the curb and how do you explain to someone how they'll benefit from this activity? It's, it, it's not, it doesn't sound like a traditional um, resort or a mirror of all program. So I'm just thinking, how do you approach somebody on the subject? So Carry Your Mental Couch has a lot of components to it, but I'm, I'm going to link it conceptually to specifically this idea of mindfulness and dealing with sort of the corporate brain. So having studied lots of different psychology and learning that it's obvious that in our brains we have all these thoughts just on average based on current research, let's just say 70,000 thoughts that stream through a brain. Well, by the time I meet an adult, they're typical 70,000 thoughts are deeply embedded and the, the changing of a person's mindset can be a long-term process. And I know that having studied cognitive behavioral theory. So when I'm working with people in, in this specific talk, I try to teach the idea that changing your behaviors ha can happen very quickly. And the moment you learn how to project certain behavior you can instantaneously start changing your, your emotions. You start changing your chemistry. So emotions dictate behaviors, but behaviors also dictate emotion. And when I'm working with really ambitious, really competitive people who want to be leaders and want to do extraordinary things, I have, I have to be able to get them to tap into the emotion or the energy inside of themselves to execute and motivate the actions that they want. So many of the principles that I'm teaching are how to succeed emotionally, how to succeed energetically. Because that is what is going to drive all of the performances and results that these people are seeking. So we do these really interesting um, experiential learning um, exercises where people are doing different types of postures and they're beginning to see that they feel differently. It's a very active behavioral-based talk, all teaching the idea of how can you right now in the moment change your emotional state to, to motivate you to do what you want to do. And that's usually the hardest thing for people. Um, how do they get out of their own way and tap into and cultivate energy in the body that actually works? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, it, it definitely makes sense. And um, for those who are listening and who've been listeners of ours for for several years, um, Relly's already ex explained that, um, you know, his expertise is in the area of, uh, of psychology. And it's uh, fascinating to me, having written a series of books, um, yeah. some, 
of which New York Times best-selling books on the science of happiness, that we know that we can change our thoughts and our emotions very quickly and currently working on a new book which will be released in April called Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, which is all about the science of mindfulness. And um, it was written with a friend of mine who is a performance uh, sports coach, T.C. North. So Mm -hmm. it all sounds very, very practical. One of the things you, you said is, and I believe um, it may have been in some, some of the questions that Michael had sent us, that you notice that there's a trend of unhappiness um, in executives. And I know all of us who are working actively in corporate America and with executives, whether they're entrepreneurs or future leaders, um, you think that this is primarily due to happiness or is this due to distinctions we can make because of stress? That's a really good question, and I guess my gut is to say, in working with lots of different people, and and I ask people all the time, I have this amazing job that I get to ask extraordinary people to define terms for me, and when I ask them to define success, 90% of the people will respond with the word happiness in their definition, and sometimes I find, I don't know whether you find this in your work, that the expectation of feeling in a sense of happiness inside, oftentimes people are led to some disappointment. So I, I sometimes try to talk to people about the word productivity more than I talk about the word happiness because the reality is we don't, we're not supposed to walk around happy all the time and then I think people end up being disappointed. But when I work with CEOs, CFOs, professional athletes who are just climbing and climbing and climbing and they keep reaching new peaks and realizing, wait, this next peak did not make me any happier. This next paycheck I got did not make me any happier. I find that many of these people have productivity addiction. And when we begin to reassess, well, what do you really want? You know, what, what, what would really make you productive is not necessarily these external rewards. I think that, that usually, those terms usually help people a lot in, um, reassessing their motivation. I, I also think the stress level for people is through the roof. And this idea of mindfulness is a source of, you know, how do you recover your energy so that you have peace in your cells, peace in your veins, so that you can enjoy what it is you're doing. I think people have sort of lost a sense of pleasure and enjoyment. They're just addicted to productivity. You know, Lee, often, and you, I'm sure you use this, Kathy and I use this, you know, people are, are kind of human doings versus the human beings. Yeah. And, and you know, we're talking about mindfulness. We're, we all have our kind of working definition. But especially for the, the CEOs and CFOs, you know, what's kind of the working definition, you know, that, that you would use with them that would resonate with them about what, what actually is mindfulness? It's, I, I could talk about this question with you for hours. I love it. I find it interesting. So, if we if we were to take a thousand people and have them write a definition, right? We we obviously trend they'd be very different. How I try to teach it and how I think is a really important sort of tangible way of seeing it. To me, we're all we're all sources of energy, and so we're expending and conserving, and many of us are expending too much and not and and not very skilled at recovering. So part of hmm. I see mindfulness as this is learning how to do things 
that work for you to recover your energy. That would be my a most simplistic definition. But how I try to teach people from more of an athletic brain, um, an active brain, when you're, quote, in the now and in the moment, which at Miraval, I want to say 99% of the guests, they, they, they look at me and they tell me, I want to be in the moment more. I don't want to let life pass by. I want to learn how to be in the now. When people are in the moment being, quote, mindful, they're actually aware that they're having a sensory experience. So they are heightening their sensuality. And having been an athlete where everything you're doing is about feeling things because it feels so good. And you know that if you train certain things, you will feel certain ways. It's a very sensory experience. I try to teach people how to heighten sensuality because it feels really good. So I encourage people to learn how to be more mindless and more sensual so that they're more present people and recovering their energy. Uh, that's, that's many of the ways in which I teach mindfulness in practical measures. Lee, we're going to take another break, so okay. I'm just going to ask you to pause on that fantastic thought. We're going to be right back. We're talking to Lee Weinrob from the Miraval Mindfulness Living Program. Don't go away. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. 
Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. And right now we're talking with uh, Lee Weinrob, uh, who helps top performers at the Miraval Mindful Living Program. And, uh, Lee, before we went to the break, we were talking about, you know, some of the, the work and you define mindfulness. Maybe say a little bit about, you know, some of the uh, stumbling blocks that you see executives have, and then we'll actually get into some of the specific things that, and tools that you do with them. Um, I'm going to go right into the stumbling blocks. I just want to say one more thing about mindfulness. I think we live in a world and in a culture right now where people are constantly reacting. I'll, lots of, I'll answer you back and forth. I'll react, react. And one of the major things I try to teach people is taking time to introspect and think long before they impulsively react. We have a very impulsive, reactive culture, probably cellularly. So that's another huge thing. But in linking to these stumbling blocks, I always ask people, no matter who I'm working with, what they think the biggest obstacle is that keeps them from their personal greatness. What is getting in the way? Mm. And almost always people who are honest with themselves will say, myself, I'm getting in my own way. And then I'll explore, well, why? What are you doing that's causing this? And we all have lovely, intricate ways of tripping on our own feet. But if you were to get to the derivative, the ultimate root of why we do this, almost always it would be fear. And even you know the most successful people with you know high accomplished lives, that we're all we all have insecurities, vulnerabilities, and fears. It's just that we deal with them in individual ways. So above all, the block is the fear. And when you get people to start looking the fear square in the eye, and realizing that they actually can handle anything that comes their way, that conversation in and of itself is usually extremely helpful. I would say many of the people I work with at Miraval, there's, there's one theme, and I love having more philosophical discussion with people about this because I think it's more enlightening that way. We live in a world where there's lots of external rewards, lots of extrinsic motivation. And I've certainly seen this with pro athletes, that you get caught up in the wanting the prize, the trophy, the wins, the accolade, the money, the status. But every person I've ever seen, business, sports, they will always crash if they are not consistently being reminded to practice their internal drivers. Like, what is it deep in your soul that you really have passion about? 
So many of the conversations I have and many of the talks that I give are about looking deeply within yourself as to what internally drives you. So that would be one of the, the big things. And I also talk a lot about learning how to let go of old mistakes. What does it mean to let go? I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say, I need to let go of that, um, I would own Miraval. And certainly in the sports world, learning how to let go doesn't mean just erase that last point because you can't. It's in you. It means refocusing on the next point and refocusing on the things that you can control to move forward. And I think that that's a, that's a really important theme for all people performing at high levels is, re, you know, renewing and replacing new focus on things that you can control so that you have earned the right to move forward, essentially. So, Lee, that, that's so huge for executives and stuff that, that we work with because I think, you know, in the sports world, that's why it's such a great metaphor that there's always the next point. And I think in the, in the, in the work world, you probably have a, uh, a little bit more time, so you're not necessarily – you almost were kind of lazy about not refocusing right away, where if it's tennis, it sounds like that's your sport plus others. Um, you know, you can't worry about what's next. So, so yeah. sometimes we talk about some of these let-go skills. So what would be – you know, what is a tool? Because if we get into tools about someone to let go of past injustice, past performance. Yeah. So as you said that, I thought to myself, these are sitting down with someone and coming up with tangible process goals that they are in charge of is usually the most empowering thing I can do with someone, the most clarifying thing. And when when you've made a mistake or what, what you would consider to be a mistake and you're holding on to that mistake, it can be very difficult cognitively to um, let go of it. And a lot of times when I'm working with um, even, you know, very accomplished people, they, they struggle with confidence, particularly when things in the past are haunting them. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes I have people define confidence for me and how, how would you get confidence back? Mm. How I perceive confidence and how I train people is that confidence comes from not fearing outcomes. You have to, you have to get to the point where you don't fear an outcome but the reason you do not fear the outcome is because you are so impassioned by the process it would take to enable that outcome. So specifically, depending on uh, what case I would be dealing with, I would sit down and have someone come up with 50 things they could either think or 50 things they could practice that are exactly the things that would enable a potential outcome that they seek. So all process goals, uh, and certainly in sports, teaching tangible fundamentals like play with your strings, walk with your shoulders back, they're easier to concretize. And when I'm dealing with people in business, I say, well, what's it going to take for you to work on this particular relationship that's going to help enhance your company? Or what conversations that need to be had? But it would be a clarification of process goals that you know when you put your head on the pillow at night, you did the thing that you needed to do so that you have earned the confidence to go where you're going. Well, that's great to hear. To hear. I'm just, uh, as you are saying, I'm just kind of pausing, um, thinking about, you know, how they actually change their posture. And it does sound like a fair amount, you know, that's one of the tools that you use because I think, like you said, so many of us 
are on automatic and we're just unaware of what we're doing. So, so making some of these small small changes. So yeah. you know, give us some more examples of some of the I mean, some of those tools, especially maybe letting go of some of the negativity, and then and how do you you know then really refocus that? Um. Well, sort of learning learning how to develop a mindset that's going to generate the results that you seek. Mm-hmm. Um, I will I will often have conversation with people and say, describe to me the the essence of the type of leader you would want to be. What are the types of mindsets you would need to have to generate those types of results? And what are the types of behaviors that you would need to enable? To generate this, those types of results. Um, yeah. So I can see as even if you ask those questions, and I and, and I know it's kind of those future leading questions that yeah. forces a person to be thinking. Like we said earlier, you know, most of us are automatic. So once they start yeah. thinking about that, it sounds like what you do is you you almost lead them into this new territory where they start generating some of their own ideas. I also try very much, I think, action. We are what we repeatedly do. I think behavior is more important than anything because behavior is what starts to affect change energetically. And certainly coming from the world of sports where if you were to watch every great athlete, athletes are super ritualistic. We could probably copy, we could impersonate many of the greats and so when I take this concept of athletic ritualistic behavior, mm. I will teach CEOs, CFOs, business leaders how to think ritualistically in their life, in their spiritual life, their psychological life, their relational life, that from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, you are the product of every single ritual that's going on. So let's just say, for instance, the cell phone has become a ritual that is energy depleting. I will discuss with people ways in which they're going to put the cell phone away in a specific spot for a specific amount of time to recharge their energy so that they have the capacity to actually focus on the things that they need to focus on. Or, you know, if you're not bringing your personal best physically to your workplace, you're probably not going to be performing at your best. So I'll talk about rituals, whether it's drinking water, whether it's make sure you get a sweat, even if it's for 10 minutes. But all of these things are little ritualistic acts that lead to big, bigger and bigger things. You know, I can think of, you know, of when I worked with Lee as a CEO, a couple of very small things that made a big difference uh, in my life. And the first one was, you know, um, being a CEO, I'm highly driven, want to have a million things done and, and get them done and carry the ball over the finish line. But uh, what I learned from her was to take things in small steps and really, if I'm going to focus on something over a month's period of time, focus on a 5% change rather than you know a 50% change. The second thing was that I wanted to um, show um, you know my partner that um, my relationship was important. And so making sure that I turn my cell phone off, at least during dinner every single night, has been a huge thing, a, a great benefit to my relationship at home. So and Michael, those are so important. Um, you know, it's as we take executives through our 
our new four, four quadrant fearless leaders model, um, in addition to emotional intelligence awareness through tools like the EQI, it's so important to give them a grounding of doing simple things very slowly but diligently, and change will happen. So we're going to take a quick break. Don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News and our mindful living experts at Miraval. So come right back. markets up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint by the numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence? so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. the markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with folks from uh, Miraval and their Mindful Living program, and we want to tell you a little bit about the Miraval uh, Mindful Mastermind. It's going to happen in July, but with Michael Tompkins, the CEO, and we're also uh, talking with Lee Weinrob, uh, who does her, the sports psychology and athletology. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about, Lee, to, you know, to hear from you is just about um, we, during a break we talked about kind of relationships and connections and. Michael, you had talked about you know the the idea of turning off your cell phone. One of the things about how we're Daniel Goldman talks about how we're you know we're wired to connect, and it's about relationships. And when we interviewed him, he shared how just having your cell phone out on the table ends up 
um, limiting the quality of the conversation because someone's afraid that that's going to be a distraction that's going to go off. So kind of with this around relationships, Lee, and the value, tell us about how you integrate that or maybe reinforce some of that there at the Miraval. I think one of the things that has amazed me working at Miraval and, and watching it go down is just incredible because it happens with everybody who walks in the doors there. Whether it's guest services or it's the yoga instructor or it's any of the specialists, every single person on that property, there are constant relationships being built. Everything is about connection. It's a very safe place to be fully yourself. It's the most authentic um, holding environment for all the, all the things that matter the most in life. And I know in my experience, starting tennis when I was four years old, you know, showing up for practice every day on days that I did not want to, the fact that my coach had my back and was going to be there, that relationship was the thing that was the catalyst when I didn't necessarily have as much of my, my own self-drive. My parents were hugely supportive. My friends were supportive. And you look at every pro athlete. You look at anyone running a company. You look at anyone raising a family. It is the relationship. It is love that is the underlying impetus to really get out of the morning and lace up your sneakers and take action. So of all of the things I ever work on with people, it always comes back to is the bond, is the communication coming from an authentic, genuine place. And that's the biggest driver. And at Miraval, I see it, and you guys have had a chance to meet Michael. From the leadership down, everybody is constantly having relational experiences with guests who come in, and there's a personal touch to everything. I think that's probably the most important thing that that occurs at Miraval Um, and the most powerful and the thing that people take with them because in those three, four days that people are there, it's the bond that inspires people. You know, Lee, one of the things that you're saying that touches me so deeply is the ability to create connections um, and inspire people that you don't have deep relationships with. As an expert in creating tools for becoming emotionally fit, you do that um, in a very special way, and you have a a way of helping people become self-aware that I would assume many other mindful living experts have mastered. And we're so grateful that many of us are going to have that rare experience at the Mastermind, at the Mindfulness Mastermind um, in July, and, and it's such a wonderful opportunity. Can you, can you tell us um, just anything about um, your colleagues? Um, Michael, if you want to chime in here, what, what is it that you think you do that connects and inspires people naturally? I'll, I'll speak very briefly to how I, I think I do it, but... Certainly, Michael can speak to the fact that there are just tons of people at Miraval that are incredible at what they do and all have a unique gift. But I'll say, if I had to have one overarching theme to what I think is unique to my approach, all all of the articles that are streaming on every website, all of these blogs, all of these, you know, Pinterest, if you look at everything that our culture is obsessed with right now, there's 
there's wellness all over the place. I was in a hotel yesterday and I'm looking around and my pillow says restorative. My shampoo says balance. Everything people are seeking are the virtues that we've always sought since the beginning of time. But everything that I find to be the most effective is I learn more from the person I work from than oftentimes I have to give. The first at least 10 minutes of every talk I give always starts with questions. It's always about introspection. And it's not always comfortable to look inside of yourself, but without looking inside of you, like what inspires you? Who are you? Who do you want to be? How will you be remembered? Um, what are your values? What's most important? That Those questions are by far the magic to the work that I do, not that I have the answers. But I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to share myself with people, and I think Miraval is amazing at that, that, that people are willing to be open and share, but there's introspection all over the place in the safest of ways. And I would just add to that that I think that um... – you know, the Miraval experience, uh, particularly as it relates to the programming aspects of what we offer here, is that it's interactive and experiential. So it's not like you're, you know, sitting there listening to people who are telling you what you should do. You are a participant in the entire thing because that experience is what conveys the realness to it and how then you can take it home and, you know, take the tools that you're learning here at Miraval and go home and and find that person and be that better person that you want to be. And so, you know, it doesn't matter who you interact with here at Miraval, whether it's a landscaper or whether it's a physician, you know, everybody's sort of working at being who they are and encouraging you to be who you are so that you can break down the walls that, you know, we've put up and built around ourselves and have a have a place of safety to, you know, um, be who you want to be. A place of safety to be who you want to be. That is, that is so powerful, Michael. And I cannot thank you and um, and Lee enough for sharing some of the outstanding work that you're doing in helping pull everyone up to a level of mindfulness um, using our favorite tools and emotional intelligence, using the mind and body, uh, using this special gift that Lee has called Athletology Tools for Becoming Emotionally Fit. You have just been so, um, I want to say, courageous and generous in sharing all of your insights from the Mindful Living uh, book, and, and we so appreciate everything that you're trying to help our audience understand as we go into this Mindful Living Sharpen Your Focus year and we're so looking forward to spending time with you in July. July 23rd to the 27th is our Mindful Mastermind at Miraval. Michael will be one of our hosts, along with Marshall Goldsmith, uh, Mirabai Bush. Um, the Google Inside Yourself uh, program uh, was one of um, Mirabai's uh, specialty areas. Now we have uh, Lee um, Weinrob, who's going to be with us as well. Is there anyone else you can share with us, Michael, that will be on future shows and who will be with us at the Mastermind? You know, I'm going to – the next um, person that I wanted to bring on uh, to talk a little bit about joy and resilience uh, is Ann Parker. And so I'm hoping that next month Ann will join us. And then um, also our outdoor adventure – 
uh, head, Neil McLeod, who really can um, help people focus in a particular area as it relates to performance and uh, personal uh, satisfaction. And so those will be a couple of guests I'll bring on in the near future. Thank you, Michael. We're so fortunate to have you and Lee and all of the wonderful folks from Miraval who are going to help us practice mindful living at our Miraval Mindfulness Mastermind. So please go to drkathygreenberg.com or to excelinstitute.com, excuse me, excelinstitute.com to look up more information on how you can attend this very special premiere event. So thank you so much, Michael and Lee. This is uh, thank really you. great. Thanks for your expertise. And this is Leadership Development News signing off for now. So please continue to tune in to tune up your performance, and we'll uh, speak with you again next week. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.